0: Today's guest was always a fan of the choose-your-own-adventure books as a boy, mainly because he could reverse-engineer the endings. Now, using chat advertising sequences for Amazon sellers, he's found another way to create the result that he's looking for. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e commerce world. And now today, my special guest is Paul Barron. Paul, how's it going? I'm great, man. Where are you, where are you at again? I always forget. I live in Colorado. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to assume though. But yeah, I, I had a a layover this weekend. I was there in. I went to Salt Lake, and then I was f- flying home. I was sitting in the airport in Denver, my liver. I was like, "Is this where? I think maybe I should have waved to Paul as I was flying over here on the. You should the yeah, give
1: me a call or something. I was down in um yeah we were, we were down in Denver. We we booked a hotel for my birthday actually, and by we I mean my wife booked a hotel. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't do any of that stuff. Um, no dude, we got upgraded to the presidential suite too. It was pretty freaking sweet. Fancy. Yeah.
0: Well, why we, we have you on here is not to know about how incompetent you are at booking your family trips that you have to (laughs) leave to your wife, but how competent you are with, you know, helping people with their messenger bot strategy. Now, you know, we had talked about you having been on the podcast before. Uh, We have had a podcast before about messenger bot strategy, but it's, I think enough time has passed and enough thing has changed is that it's timely that, that we have this kind of update and see what's kind of happened in the last, I don't know. I think it's been like six months since we had somebody on here for, for messenger bots. So the very first thing for all of our new listeners is they might not even understand what the term messenger bot is. So just really briefly, what, what are messenger bots like many chat and how can they be useful in e-commerce? Just real high level.
1: Yeah. So real high level, uh, a chatbot essentially is, uh, well, it, it, it's a, it's an automation of messages and systems that you basically, you set up, you, you set up these different flows. Okay. So um, you set up all these different messages that are triggered by a predefined action. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's say that action could be uh, somebody scanning a QR code in one of your inserts or visiting like a, Uh, a short link URL that forwards them into into messenger or what I think a lot of us are most familiar with would be like an ad on Facebook that drives people into a messenger funnel. And so you as the architect, so as a seller, you design the funnel, you design uh, where people start and where they, where hopefully they end up. And what I like to tell people is if, if you were ever, you know, if you're a child of the eighties like me, um, you probably grew up reading those Choose Your Own Adventure books, and it's, yep, and it's yep, really yep. yeah. I mean, it's really similar to that. Basically, like if you if you've done those, there's basically like four endings in those books, and um, the best way to find out <laughs> how to cheat that system, you read the ending that you want to get to, and then you work backwards. And that's kind of how like chatbots work. Is that you you have the endings in mind that you want your customers to get to, and then you design. All of the steps along the way to get there, and it's based on essentially yes or no answers. Um, so, okay. it's kind of like the simplest nutshell version. All right, cool.
0: All right, that helps us. Now, before we start diving deep into that, let's let's get a little bit more background on you. I always love doing this. I call it the origin story section here, where we see how you know everybody who I interview. You know, they're not all Amazon sellers. You know, some are in the software space, some are instructors, some are brand new, have no background, but the cool thing is that we all are kind of ending up in the same kind of like environment or the the same community. And we all come from different backgrounds. So just you personally, did you grow up in Colorado or where are you from originally?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, grew up in Colorado, which I I guess that would be the number one reason why I'm here. Uh, when I was younger, I feel like everybody has this, you know, you kind of, you grow up in whatever, you know, small town you grow up in, and then you want to move, away. I went to school in Sydney, Australia. Actually, uh, I went to, it was Hillsong International Leadership College. So I went to school, um, at Hillsong in Sydney. I was there for a year. I was planning on being there for at least two, if my, you know, clearly that the, you know, now I'm what, 20 years down the road, marriage plans didn't work out, but, um, I was planning on being there for a year or two. Um, that didn't happen. The economy took a dump in, in 2002 and um i got stuck back home when i met my wife i was like okay well you know this is real i've got to actually have a real job instead of making like 200 dollars a month or whatever it was that i was making um got hired at a web development agency it was big commerce uh the the um e-commerce platform at the time Damn. they were brand new like nobody knew of them um they were they had 12 employees we had 11 and like we grew neck and neck the partnership that i set up with them we went from getting like five leads every week to getting five leads a day, like right away. And then it was like 20 leads a day. But the, the stuff that I learned about web development, web marketing, digital marketing, all that sort of stuff. I had made kind of a name for myself in the local business community as the guy to talk to. So started a web development agency. A year later, I heard about uh, this whole Amazon private label FBA stuff. Long story short, I'm here four and a half years later. And, um, That's basically all we do now. I mean, I I do some consulting and stuff, you know, started, started teaching about chat marketing because it's been huge in our business, but, um, primarily I'm an Amazon seller and I try to just help people grow their businesses. Like we've been able to be successful at. You still selling your first product? Yeah, man. It's insane. Like there's not many people that are doing that.
0: Cool. So part of that success, I would imagine that you attribute a, a part of it to Perhaps, you know, your your messaging strategy, whether that be through chatbots or however you, you know, kind of interact with current and potential, you know, customers. So I'd like to talk, first of all, about your personal strategy, because, you know, you might teach something, but the best way, in my opinion, to know like, hey, what does this, you know, expert or instructor or educator think is the most viable is what they're actually using themselves. So like, can you talk a little bit about how you leverage, you know, chat bots in your own,
1: with your own brand? So how we integrate it into our business is as often as possible. So uh, like right now we're just doing, we're, we're partnering with, we had a couple of brands that we partnered with for a giveaway to build up a list um, okay. for some black Friday stuff. So we ran all of that through chat. So Um, we actually didn't do any ads this time. Um, they all just came through organic posts and I think we had like 200 people sign up for the giveaway. So that was, I mean, not huge, but you know, we didn't pay anything on advertising. And
0: this giveaway was like for, for the launch of a product. Like sending them to a search, find, buy, or two-step URL or something like that.
1: No, no, no. It's just 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 to continue to build our list and keep them engaged. Um, this is more more ah, okay. for like Black Friday stuff and Cyber Monday stuff. So, okay. um, I'm always doing promotions. I mean, we always have something going on um, with our brand in terms of partnerships. I mean, we don't we don't just do stuff when we're launching a product. I mean, um, if you do it that way, you're just you're leaving a lot of money on the table. And my my thinking mm-hmm. with like our our audience is that the more that we can keep them engaged and the more that we can give them stuff that they, they, they've told us that they want, um, the better it is for everybody, right?
0: Before we get too deep into this, let me just throw something out there. You know, obviously terms of service on Amazon are always changing and, and something that they, they've been very, very sensitive about for a while. You know, it's been communication now. We know that they're, they, they say like, hey, we don't want you communicating with Amazon buyers outside of, you know, what we say is okay in buyer seller messaging, you know, at all. Now, that being said, now me personally, I I I'm not smart enough to use messenger bots. And so I haven't on any of my case studies, but in my personal opinion, the way that you can utilize this kind of messaging with customers and have it not be against TOS is because these were already your customers from before you sold to them on Amazon, you know, you got them in your flow or they're from the website or or they signed on somehow you're not using Amazon data at all to try and get them into your flow. And so since they're your existing customers, you know, it's not up to Amazon. However, you want to communicate with your existing customers. Is my logic kind of correct here or how does that work?
1: No, it's brilliant. I mean, that's totally correct because uh, the way that I think of it is if I can bring people like I'm, uh, the one method like that you said is you're taking people out of the Amazon ecosystem. Amazon doesn't want you to do that. Amazon likes making money. So the way that Amazon makes money is by keeping people using Amazon. Um, so if we can drive them if on our dime to Amazon to make money, I don't see how that would be in any way a violation of TOS. Yeah.
0: All right. So that being said, you know, the, there's nothing as of this time, you know, and, I don't see how it could ever be that oh you know using chatbots is is against Amazon terms of service. Now that being said, let's talk about some specific use cases we've been, we've been talking in kind of general terms until mm-hmm. now. Let's talk about, you know, I had just briefly mentioned I thought it was what you were talking about but but how do people either yourself or people you know, how can they leverage chatbots during a launch like a brand new product launch?
1: Yeah. So, if you're able to build a custom audience if, um, uh, you know, Amazon just moved that, uh, the you know, first name, last name. So that's, we can't make a lookalike using that anymore, but if you're able to, if you had that old data and you were able to set up like a lookalike audience of your past purchasers, I would start from there. If you can't, then what are, where I would start with is, um, if I had like website sales, I would make a lookalike audience of my buyers from my website. If I don't have that, then I would build my audience using just the Facebook audiences tool and I would build several and I would test. So for it all comes down to first step is you need to make sure that you have a good audience that's going to see your ad. Okay. So, um, when you're, when you're running this ad on Facebook, uh, you set up the messenger objective. Uh, so I use many chat. Uh, it's kind of the biggest one in the industry. Um, there, I also have a subscription for seller chat bot, which is, um another chat software designed specifically for amazon sellers um they have some easier tools that make some like coupons for example easier but i don't really do coupons much anymore so simplest simplest flow for chatbot um okay. many chat uh, good audience making you know make sure that it's as targeted as you can uh with any irresistible offer um the more established your brand is the less you have to give to people So like if you're a brand new brand, you're going to have to give them a pretty big discount in order for them to to click on your ad and want to purchase your product, you know, get it for free or big discount. Um, You know, just think of it in terms of, again, like brand story, like Apple, uh, they don't launch products for free. They don't launch them at a discount. They launch them full price. The only time that you're ever going to get a discount on an Apple product is when they're trying to clear out old inventory. So yeah, yeah, so the more established your brand is the less discount you're going to have to give. Um, When we launch products, I think we do like 25% or something. Sometimes we don't even do a discount. We just do like a sneak peek to our, to our brand reps. So on the ad, um, what I normally do on the ad, I want to make sure that I have a time sensitive deal. that's real. So, you know, this discount is only available for two weeks or one week or whatever. Uh, Have a limited number. So you have limited number of discounts, limited time. So you're limiting it in a couple different ways. And then you have, you know, whatever the discount is available. I think the example I gave at the billion dollar seller summit was CBD oil. So I know using, you know, black box and Cerebro that I would need, if I wanted to rank for CBD oil, that term, I would need to move 178 units, you know, during my, my CPR. So I would spread that out over a two week window make those numbers a little bit random um incidentally i built a software that does the randomness and it's free and i can give a link in the you can give a link in the show notes it's just amzrankright.com and so basically it's designed to help you figure out exactly like your profit profit and loss during a launch um and it spreads out you know you put in your numbers so like in this case the cbd oil is 178 units um i make those kind of random over a two-week period and i say like during my launch like i i look at the number that it says like i think it's like 1400 or something over 2 weeks i would say that would that would be how many coupons we have um and then i would just run those ads starting the week before the launch and then the 2 weeks during launch and make sure that i guess just keep running the ads until you you give away the coupons during the day i'm trying to think of like the absolute yeah. simplest way so that would be one use case i mean there's a lot of more advanced stuff that you could do like incentivize people for sharing. So, um you could track like you can give them a link and say, "Hey, um we're giving our our CBD oil uh, you know, discount right now. It's a launch only special, 40% off. Normal retail price is what 27.99 or something. We're giving it to you for 40% off today. Um and we're going to give you another free bottle of CBD oil if you share this with three friends or something." Um so Then what you're doing is you're turning in, you're, you're, you're getting somebody who's already interested in the discount. They're gonna buy, you're gonna give them a reward for sharing with three of their friends that would hopefully purchase too. That's another thing that I do a ton of and it works really, really well. Okay.
0: So that's that's for launch. And I think that's if people are thinking just like me, their their automatic go-to what they think that chatbots are are useful for is for launches. But obviously you have other uses. So what would you say is the number two reason? That of how somebody could leverage using chatbots in order to grow their brand or to grow their reach or to engage their customers, or like what what's the second best use
1: case? Would you say it's not as sexy, but honestly, I'm a huge fan of building a raving audience um, list. And the immediate pushback that I get from anybody that's familiar with chat marketing is, "Well, now you can't broadcast." People are all upset about not being able to broadcast. I don't care. That's not a big deal to me because. I would use it. I would use it to build our Facebook groups. I use it to build our groups of women again, like we're a, a mommy a baby and mommy brand. So we build just groups of women that love our stuff. They just want to continue to support our brand. And so we're driving traffic to different groups on Facebook. We have, I don't know, three or four. Um, that we have a bunch of di- just different women in there. And so these women, when we are launching a product, you know, we reach out to them. And so we're not on messenger anymore. Um, so we're outside of those, um, I guess the restrictions they're abusing messenger. And a lot of the women have just become like friends of ours actually. So we'll say, Hey, we're launching this new product. Uh, feel free to tell your friends and here's a discount code. So then it, again, I guess it comes back to launching, but it's more of a, like a roundabout way. Because you're building that, you're building that base of people that you can go to over and over and over again, and you know, say, hey, we got this new product, we want your feedback on it, and we need your help, you know, promoting this during our launch window. So, I would say building building lists, building raving audience lists, um, because if you got that in place, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge help right there for getting reviews, launching products, everything. Okay, cool. What else? Give us another one. So, like a, a segmentation flow. Um, what we do is there's a couple different ways, and w- let me explain why this matters. Um, so, the segmentation flow it helps us to identify that our messaging that like that we're we're saying in our brand is actually on target with the people that are buying from us. So, we'll go through every now and again, and we'll we'll reward people for answering a, a list of questions, and it they're very simple. Some of them are just demographic specific, like you know, what's your how old are you? What's your name? Where do you live? How many kids do you have? Like that sort of stuff. And then, and then some of them are even more in depth. Like where do you like shopping? What's your favorite brand in in the baby space? Um, what TV shows do you watch? What magazines do you read? Those sorts of things. And that's invaluable from a marketing aspect because when we write our ads and, and we, we make our listings, we want to make sure that our listings and our ads speak to that target demographic, right? So if we know that 80% of our audience is stay-at-home moms, then we're going to make sure that when we write our listing on Amazon, it speaks to that. Um, you know, conversely, if we thought that it was you know eighty percent stay-at-home moms, and then we find out that it's you know eighty percent high power executives, the messaging in that and the content is going to be different.
0: Okay. Now, question: I know some things changed, or I heard, you know, like, I don't know if it was messengers or, or many chat or something like things are more expensive than they used to be, or. Was there some kind of change that happened in 2019 as far as many chat or something else goes? (laughs) It was
1: like, it's funny because there are like changes pretty much every month (laughs) with either Amazon or many chat or, or Facebook. So many chat released a ton of new features, just absolutely incredible. Um, They, they built in SMS messaging, into their platform so we could also send people text messages they also baked in email um, messaging into their platform and they're and they're positioning themselves to be ready for when that interoperability those standards start taking into place you know instagram whatsapp all that stuff so those are big changes like they're good um, with messenger or with ManyChat. now with messenger um you know i made i said earlier that amazon just wants people to stay on amazon They want people to purchase on Amazon. So if you're trying to divert them away, like they're not, they're not fans of that. Um, Facebook Messenger and Facebook in general, Facebook wants people to stay on Facebook. Facebook wants people went to love using Messenger. And um, when messaging was super, super new, uh, you could just send a broadcast to anybody who subscribed to your, to your list. So broadcast is just like an email, you know. Anybody who's on your list, if if you had it connected to a chatbot platform, you could just blast them with anything. Um Facebook said, "Okay, well, you can't just send them promotional messages." So you can't say, you know, just bombard people with sales all the time because that's annoying. Um so they 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 made it so that you had to apply to get subscription messaging. And so a subscription would be, you know, think of it in terms of like following news stories that you like okay so like i have a i have google alerts for like amazon updates and and facebook web uh facebook developer updates so i get that like every day in my email inbox like that was that's a subscription service that you could get inside messenger too and that's what it's designed for however people were breaking those rules and sending uh not there were supposed to be non-promotional messages but they're very very promotional so then facebook just recently and by recently it was only it was august 29th They basically said, okay, nobody can get subscription messaging unless you're actually a news service. So like CNN or or Fox or whatever, you know, if you're a news page, then you can have subscription messaging. Um, And immediately, like everybody was like freaking out. Well, what am I going to do with my broad, my audience? I've got 25,000 people and how am I going to message them and blah, blah, blah. And literally it's like, everybody is like, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling. Um, And everybody's freaked out because... Now there's three use cases that you can message people um, outside of a 24 hour window. So the rule was you have 24 hours. So say mes- Bradley, you're messaging my page. Um, okay. You know, say you find me, uh, I have an insert, and you're wanting to register your product. So you go to you go to my insert, you scan the QR code, you register my product, and you're on Messenger. And then in that 24 hour window, I could then send you a message, something like. A, you know, here's a coupon off of your next purchase or something. So that's another use case that we do. As long as it's inside that 24-hour window. Now, outside that 24-hour window, again, because Facebook's intent with Messenger is to keep people excited and using it. Uh, So if you are constantly getting bombarded on Messenger by businesses that maybe you interacted with once, and they're constantly trying to sell stuff, like the likelihood that you would use that service is you know, it would go down over time. So that's the biggest change is that uh, in August, they made it so that uh, if you want subscription level broadcasting privileges, you have to be a news organization. There's only four use cases that you can send a message outside that 24 hour windows uh, Mm -hmm. window period. The first is a confirmed event reminder. So like, let's say you buy tickets for an event or a concert, um, you know, confirming the event. Uh, let's say that you have uh, send out alerts for when you go live on your podcast, as if you did a live podcast or something. That would be a confirmed event reminder. Um, the questions that I'm 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 mulling through in my head is like one of the strategies that I employ is getting people to pre-register to to purchase a product on a specific day. You know, technically. You know, adding that to the calendar, technically that's a confirmed event. Remind, I mean, technically that's an event. So um, there's, that, there's that thought. Um, another use case would be post product, post purchase update. And that would really be limited to something like, you know, shipping information or uh, shipping delays and that sort of thing. Um, another would be account update. And that would more so be something along the lines of, you know, somebody tried logging into your account. Was this you? or, uh, you just change your, you just change your password. Can you confirm that? And then the fourth use case is just in beta and it's live agent. So like one-on-one human interaction, if it's outside the 24 hour windows, you can say, you know, reach out to people. So really all that to say, like, um, it's limiting how much time or within what period of time we can, we can talk to people. Um, Everybody was freaking out again because they're like, well, I built this list and now I can't message to them. Well, no, you can And so you, you, you brought up that it's making it more expensive. So you could send promotional messages to anybody on your list using the promotional broadcast or a sponsored message. Um, CPMs on that are like 20 to $40. They're, they're not that expensive. Um, the problem yeah. is, is that people were like, well, I wasn't, having, I wasn't paying for this before. And while that may be true, you were probably abusing the system if you weren't paying for that before. Um, The second is that, I mean, I'm not overly concerned with that anyway, because messenger in my head is a, is a means to push them into community. Like I want to push them into more engagement elsewhere. So I want to get their, uh, you know, get their phone number so we can broadcast a text message, uh, get their email so we can have them on our email list, you know, push them into a Facebook group. So if you have like a, a VIP club Facebook group or something like that, Or if you have like, you know, your brand enthusiast groups or your brand ambassador groups like we do, you want to push them into there. So I I think it's people that were super short sighted, like I built this list and I haven't now I'm just, you know, I'm used to sending a blast. Well, you know, as an entrepreneur, like everything is always changing. You've got to roll with the punches. Cool.
0: All right. Now, the last thing before we go here, I would like to ask you, we have this section of the show that we call that stands for TST 30 second tip. So what's your, or 30 second tip, something that's actionable that could be about messenger bot strategy. It could be about how to uh, schedule hotels for a weekend getaway. I mean, whatever the case (laughs) is that you find valuable, that could be 30 seconds or less that you can give our audience. Take your time if you want to start, or if you want to think about it, but then once you start, you got 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, my uh, my 30 second tip, uh, if you've been intimidated by uh, messenger chatbots, don't you need to stop like you need to dive in. Because in my opinion, the future of marketing uh, is moving towards chat and it's moving towards the voice channel. Uh, So you need to start integrating chat into your marketing strategy as a whole. Best way to start. um, I mean, we got a lot of free resources on uh, chatmarketinguniversity.com. Many chat has a great free course, too. It's not that long. And, um, I mean, we're running workshops all the time that we teach people how to get up and running. So get started, push past, uh, any points that you might feel confused on and just get it implemented today.
0: All right. Awesome. So, so again, Paul, if somebody wants to, to find out more information about, you know, the course or, or to get in touch with you to ask more follow-up questions about chat marketing how can they find you on the internet?
1: Yeah. If they want more information, you can just go to CMU.life slash SSP. And I'll give you some templates in there. I've got a little ebook that we wrote um, and a whole bunch of different examples of how you can use chat marketing in your business. So again, it's CMU.life slash SSP. And I'll give you a bunch of good freebies that you can, you can use and integrate in your business.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks a lot again, Paul, for joining us. And I'd love to chat with you maybe next year to see all the probably 17,000 changes that have happened in chat marketing since we were recording this. So enjoy the rest of your week. Let's talk to you later. Quick note, guys. Don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.